It was amazing how many people you just see just walking down the street, just dancing, just going for it on their headphones. I think that's awesome. I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> Why don't I let myself do that? The good news is Nate Kinsella did let himself do that. The result is the latest birthmark record, How You Look When You're Falling Down. Music is music. La musica es musica. Music is music. Is music. Is music. Is music. Is music. You're listening to Music is Music. I'm Mark Sanchez. Today we're going to hear from multi-instrumentalist Nate Kinsella and how he made the decision to put on those headphones and dance. It starts with a change of scenery. A few years ago, Kinsella and his wife moved from Champaign-Urbana, Illinois, to Brooklyn. It was really quite liberating to move to like this metropolis where like I didn't know anybody. I still don't know many people here. I was born in a small house, but I'm used to big spaces. Now I'm living in a tiny little house, surrounded by a million faces. And I only got one problem. It's that nobody knows my problems. <laughs> I'm just surrounded by strangers all day long. It feels great. As, so I think that's probably where a lot of that came from. I was like, you know what? I want to make this happy pop record. And I'm going to let myself do that because I feel like in the past I would sort of like fight against it. Like, no, that's not arty. <laughs> or like, that's not what the kids would be into. Or maybe I felt like that's how I wanted to be known. But in actuality, I feel good and I let myself feel good. I have to let myself feel good. And it started to feel like I was uh, doing myself like a disservice by sort of tamping that those emotions down that's part of a track called hurry 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 off birthmark's latest release how you look when you're falling down the record is full of emotional fires left untamped even when they clock in just shy of nine minutes like the song sounds can be so alarming it starts out a little like it's the jarring and dissonant, but then sort of rests into place. And then these horns come in, they sound like an alarm. It's like, ba-da, 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 it's like hitting you. I tried to turn that beat into a song to be on the last album. I was always rooting for it, but I could never get like an arrangement right, you know? So that one just sort of like fizzled out, but I always really liked that beat. A lot of the time I'll respond to rhythms by sort of like creating a kind of movement or dance like body movement in my mind that I think is happening. And that one was a real tricky one. It was so like herky-jerky and like real like snake sort of movements. I, I still like really can't put my finger on it. Oh, to be in the mind of Nate Kinsella, that herky-jerky snake. then influenced the vocals and all the lyrics and everything. It was like, yes, I'm waking up. 
Good morning. <laughs> like the other songs on this birthmark record, Sounds Can Be So Alarming started off with a drum beat. Kinsella would choose a random tempo and record improvisations. He kept the stuff that spoke to him and ditched the rest. From there, the arranger's mind took over. The songs are thick with him playing various percussion, guitars, basses, and synthesizers. And for the stuff he couldn't play, he called in favors and asked friends to help him finish it off with winds and strings. The song's really long. It's like, I don't know, almost eight minutes or something, and the vocals don't even come in for the first three minutes or something. But to come to that decision, it was like, you know, lots of songs start with vocals come in within the first minute. <laughs> but there's so many different things to choose from, like, oh, this is cool. What if it went here? And then I could change and go back to this part. And it's sort of like, then when it goes back to the part later in the song, it'll be, you'll be like, you're calling back to it. And it was a really lengthy process of uh, how that arrangement came about. It's kind of a slow burner. I was actually just talking to a friend of mine about this the other day. Like when you have something that you've like really nurtured, you know, you've seen it grow and you're like, you're pruning it and you're trimming all the leaves off and it's then it seems like it's going to die and then it dies, but then like you water it again and it comes back to life somehow and you're like, oh my God, it's crazy coming back. And like when you have something like that, it feels like when you finish it, you can really like hold it in your hands and it has like weight to it. Like this one, I feel like when I hear it, I feel like it's heavy in my hand. I can hold on to it. It's, it's great. I'm really proud of this one. <laughs> yeah. I know. Now you really want to hear that song. Well, me too. And here it is. Off the new birthmark record, How You Look When You're Falling Down. This is Sounds Can Be So Alarming. Thank you. 
Nate Kinsella wrote and composed that song, Birthmarks, Sounds Can Be So Alarming. Also on this track, Christina Dutton played violin with Teddy Rankin-Parker on cello. You heard Jordan McLean on trumpet. Matt Bowder played bass clarinet and tenor sax. Mike McGinnis also doing double duty on baritone sax and B-flat clarinet. And Dave Smuda-Smith played the trombone. You can find this song on Birthmarks' latest album, how you look when you're falling down. Thanks for listening to this episode of Music is Music. I'm Mark Sanchez. This show is a production of APM's Performance Today. You can stream all the episodes from the PT page at yourclassical.org or download them from your favorite podcast app. If you want to get in touch, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Mark J. Sanchez. That's Mark with a C. All right, that's it. See you later. So I said thank you 
and then my thank you multiplied.